Hello and welcome to the Court Case Podcast with me, your host, James Court. I'm joined here, as usual, by my beautiful co-host, Sweet Tea. Hiya. We've got an amazing show for you today. We're going to be talking about why EastEnders is in the news. We're going to be discussing everyone's New Year's Eve and what the plans are for 2021, the big year. And also, we've got some juicy relationship stories for Courting with James. All of that and much more is coming just after this. first episode back of 2021 i'm bloody excited i don't know about you yeah i am i was i'm not gonna lie i was missing it yeah in the same. past two weeks i was like it feels weird not sitting down each week and recording a podcast it feels weird not having one being released and yeah. sharing about it and i've got big plans i've got big plans for for the podcast i mean that you can't know about just yet you can't know about but also we don't even know if we can do just yet because of pandemic tier systems and and crap the like current that. way of the world we don't know so we're just gonna we're gonna <laughs> why did you pause i don't know <laughs> for tension because it was a tense moment the yeah. audience to know whether you know whether it's gonna be a whether it's gonna pull through or whether it's not gonna pull through. no but while we were away some amazing things happened with the podcast even while we weren't recording for example we have now hit 1000 plays that's mental isn't it on the podcast a thousand times people have tuned in and listened to us given our verdict on the crap going on in the world i can't get my head around it i know i think that's amazing Mm. it's a great achievement and here's to hopefully 10,000 by by this by the end of this year that's what i'm hoping for yeah i mean you gotta you gotta aim big haven't you double or nothing (laughs) <laughs> that's what it is double or nothing and today we also hit 400 followers on instagram yes. yeah 400 followers on instagram and um, that... in comparison to 1000 listens 400 followers isn't much but no. it's a good start for someone who started a podcast in october so. yeah no absolutely and they're going up every day yeah so we we are daily going up in the followers so that's really good instagram's an important one mm-hmm. it's where we get most of our opinions yeah that's true um from listeners and things and so engagement that's and stuff isn't it absolutely our sponsor our sponsor of today's video uh, video our sponsor of today's podcast you gotta guys you gotta give us some time we're gonna be a bit rusty okay we've just <laughs> had a two-week break give us give us time to let you know seep in yeah and be ready all right today's podcast is sponsored by leb illustrates okay she's an etsy shop um she's a lovely lady that does um gift cards stationery she's now introduced mugs with beautiful designs on it i know that you bought one yeah i did didn't you um and she's got uh, a lovely little shop on etsy that sells all of these things as well much more she did if we um when we did our campaign our crowdfunding campaign she produced the thank you cards that we sent to all of the people that donated above a certain amount and they turned out really lovely she did a custom design for us it looked beautiful and i know that um all of the people that were sent it were really happy with them so i think that's great so it's just these little things these small businesses they go the extra mile and leb illustrates is one of those people and if you head over to her shop and use the coupon code court case you get is it 10 percent off every order yeah. from now until february so we're going to be you need to get in there quick yeah it's the january blues people are going to be shopping they want to you know they want some retail therapy get over there use our coupon code and um buy bag yourself something nice 100 percent. yeah leb illustrates check her out on instagram as well it's mm. lebr on instagram lebr okay 
got that. So now that the sponsor's done, let's get on with the nitty gritty. Love that. We've got some banging stories for you guys. Let's now. go. One thing, you know that I love TV. I'm a huge fan of TV. I prefer TV to films, but, um, you know, we watch TV. The amount of TV I've introduced you to since we've started going out. Yeah, that's true. What are some gems that I've introduced you to since we've started dating? How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. I loved that. That's a good one, wasn't it? I can't believe I've never watched it before. We finished that season, uh, that show, while we were in Rome. Do you remember? Yeah. We watched the last episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was a mental, a mental series. Such I can't believe ride. I never watched it before. Yeah. Um, yeah, Always Sunny. That's a good one. We talk about that a lot on the podcast. I love it. We literally watched an episode before setting we up did. this podcast. It does. It just makes you laugh. It makes you feel good. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else have we watched? We watched so oh, many things. Speaking of, one thing that I did want to talk about mm. that I wanted to cover really quickly that happened while we were away, but it's just personally for me amazing news, is that Always Sunny's been renewed for four more seasons. I know. Which means when the next season comes out, it's going to be the longest running live action sitcom in history. But they've still never won an award. No, which is stupid because the writing on that show is insanely good. Oh, it's so good. So not even that. So even with the one extra season, they'll be the longest running. They're going to have three seasons after that if they decide to renew any more. Because I know that the creator, Rob, who plays Mac, says that he just wants to do it till he dies. Yeah. Um, And obviously his wife, who who plays Sweet D, will... uh, be doing it anyway as yeah well. yeah exactly but um no that's um that was one of my favorite bits of news from over over the christmas season anyway um always sunny parks and rec I've oh parks and rec was really good i forgot about that so one funny. yeah i like um, that we didn't watch i don't know if i've shown you many like dramas or hour-long shows have i it's mainly been sitcoms yeah it's mainly been sitcoms but that's fine i mean we watched some documentaries together yeah we watched that one about the pizza bomber we watched pizza bomber amazing. and we watched tiger king at the beginning of lockdown but i think everyone was watching that everyone anyway everyone was on tiger king you sh- you you're showing me killing eve i am we're on the last season of that yeah which is it's up and down that show to be fair mm. um i get very frustrated with the main character <laughs> eve yeah poor um a poor husband I know. Yeah. After that, the next ones that I want to introduce you to are Stranger Things and Breaking Bad. Honestly, Those people are going to be like, how has she not watched them? Definitely Breaking Bad. Yeah, is the I know. One I've been, no, I've been meaning like. to watch it. I know it's really, really good, but it's just, I don't really watch stuff on my own. Mm. So Breaking Bad is the show where it's, it's a lot of people's favourite show. But for me, it's not my favourite show, but I can objectively say that is the best show on TV. That's yeah. the best show that's been made. It's fantastic start to finish. There's mm. not a dull moment. There's not a dip. There's not like a bad episode, really, mm. apart from maybe one. It's it's insane start to finish, yeah. and you'll be gripped. So I can't wait to show you that. Stranger Things is also good. Yeah. All the young'uns like Stranger Things. My mum loves Stranger Things. The thing is with my mum is... All of the stuff that she likes, it's like realistic things. She's like, I don't like aliens. I don't like fantasy and stuff. But then yeah, she we likes put Stranger, Stranger things. things on and she's hooked. She yeah, loves so Stranger weird. Things. But no, I love TV. You and I've introduced you to a lot of TV. We watch loads together. But one thing I don't watch is soaps. I've gone off soap operas. I don't watch any, mm. right? But the other day, you messaged me. Is that what they're called? Me. Soap operas? Soap operas, yeah. Really? Yeah, I believe. I thought they were just called soaps. I am not. No, they, it's called soaps, but it's short for soap operas. I didn't know that. 
and it's something to do. I don't know how that name originated. I think because when when I hear opera, I hear I think classical singing. I think it is literally something to do with it. Used to be the storylines or something used to be used to sell products to sell like soap and other products. So they call them soap operas because oh. they'd use them as a gear to sell stuff. I'm pretty sure that's what I've heard. It's for it was invented for, but I might be wrong. Mm. If anyone wants to correct me, feel free to correct me. Yeah. Um. But no, you. I've not. I thought soap operas had, especially had British out. ones, had long gotten a bit boring and stale. Yeah. But you said to me that you and your mum had watched an episode of EastEnders. My mum still watches EastEnders. Mm. I think most mums do. My mum used to watch both EastEnders and Coronation Street. Yeah. I don't know if she still watches. My mum has only ever watched EastEnders. She's never watched any of the other ones. Right. Um. So when I was little, I used to watch it with her, but I just stopped watching it. Like I really generally don't watch TV much, like unless I'm with you. I yeah. don't watch it on my own. And yeah. when I watch stuff with my parents, it's normally something on Netflix. So when EastEnders was on the other night, I got hooked because mm. the storyline was really interesting because there's still loads of characters in it that I remember. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's like so-and-so. And then, but it was like a really emotional scene that I happened to like tune in on. And mm. I was like, oh my God. So I got my mom to rewind it and I watched the whole episode and it was it was intense. And it's been in the news because it's so intense as well. Yeah, you'll have to get the article up in a minute. But I remember you telling me and I was like, wow, okay, I'm going to give that a watch. Yeah. And I sat down. And to be fair, it was a good bit of telly. It was It insane. really was. It, it was. The acting was incredible from all the all of them. Danny Dyer's acting was fantastic. Yeah. But the thing is, the interesting, most actors go from doing soap operas to bigger stuff or they stay in soap the same soap all their life. Yeah, and that's what he's um, done. <laughs> but Danny Dyer's gone from really cool acting roles. Yeah, yeah down to soaps and he's staying in soaps but yeah, but, yeah and he's and but he's doing really well he's smashing it like he's i think he must be like the most popular character probably i think so now he's definitely the i most... think that's why they've given him this character development as well yeah do you want to go through what it was this amazing yeah. storyline so yeah basically long story short his um danny dyer mm. he his name in eastenders is mick yeah and um, he's married to this woman called Elle, and they've got three boys together i oh. believe it's three boys but it's not really okay important but basically um an older lady who was his old friend called Katie, I think it was. Um, no, Katie was the daughter. Oh, was it Frankie, Frankie. Frankie, yeah. Frankie mm. got in contact with Mick. And they used to be friends. So like, he, used to, he goes around there and sees her and everything like that. And he realises that she's got a son. No, sorry, a daughter called Katie, who's about 30 years old. And Katie says, oh, you're my dad. But um, Frankie never admits it. Frankie is a lot older than Mick as well. So basically, long story short, it eventually comes out and that Frankie raped Mick when she when he was 12. Yeah. And so Frankie is his daughter. That's mad. And he was finding this all out. Meanwhile, he wasn't talking to anyone. He was obviously like completely like disconnected from anything. Yeah. So he wasn't talking to his wife and his wife was going off cheating. Mm. Um. With Max Branning, you probably know that name. Yeah, the, everyone knows Max Branning. I, I literally, I was telling Billy about it while we were playing Fortnite, and I was like, "You know that bald one with the ginger stubble?" And he's like, "Yeah, I know him." <laughs> Billy's not watching Stenders about thirty years. Like, That's yeah. so funny. But yeah, everyone knows him. So she's run off with Max Branning. Yeah. But Mick knew the whole time that she's going off cheating and stuff. But obviously, he thinks, okay. "Oh, that's what he deserves because of." the shit that he's gone through yes so he wasn't stopping her or anything like that and then when he eventually came clean to his wife his wife just like broke down was like why did you let me why did you allow me to cheat on you why did you allow me to be disfaithful why did you never tell me what was going on yeah and you just and mix 
acting was oh my god it was so good and he just he just literally like he just says like shit like i'm broken yeah i couldn't talk to you i deserve this and stuff like that and it's just like such an emotional it's scene when he's telling his wife and he's like i was 12 and yeah stuff and he couldn't yeah no what was in like crazy was when she was like going off like you've been disloyal you had a baby yeah. behind my back why would you do that blah, blah, blah. and then he goes well, she's 32, and she's yeah. like, that can't be the case, she would have been 12. And he was like, exactly. Yeah, and it took and him like a minute both... to even get that out. Yeah, oh, and they both just broke down because she then realised, whoa, mm. you've been through some shit. <laughs> what I find with these soap operas, it's weird. I don't know if you've watched more than one soap, but they're all filmed the same, and they're all filmed differently than ever of a TV show. Have you ever looked at them, and it feels like they're sort of filmed on like lower quality cameras than other like TV shows? And it looks a bit like... Do you, do you understand what I mean? I don't know. Okay. Maybe I mean, I'm not really into the whole... Maybe because I was a TV student, I noticed. Yeah, I'm not really into that whole... It don't... But normally, it it's what puts me off, soaps. Mm. They seem like they're filmed a bit worse and like the sound's a bit off. But then when you're watching this episode, it makes me feel like I'm watching real people more because yeah. it's kind of like... It feels like I'm watching like a home video camera. Yeah, yeah, because this was filmed... This was yeah. this scene was in their house, wasn't it? Yeah. And... But yeah, no, it, I feel like... What I find crazy about soaps is how they constantly have the same characters but still manage to pull off these character developments stories, like that. yeah. Like just out of thin air, suddenly he he's had a kid since he was 12. But then we've known him in this this series for like this soap for like 10 years yeah. and like do you know what I mean it's just yeah. like how do they come up with this stuff all the yeah. time do you know like Coronation Street sound like 100 or 80 years old or something like that oh my god and there's one I think he might have just left it or he'll be leaving it soon but there was one guy that was in it since the first episode it was in black and white when it first came out, Coronation oh Street. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember a few years ago, they did like a 80th anniversary or something and they played the, aired the first episode and it was like in black and white and it's like mad that it's lasted this long. Can you imagine attempting to binge watch that? That's what I was about to say. Is that I don't understand. So let's say, like for me, for someone who hadn't watched it in like probably like five, six years, mm. for me to then come back in, I only knew a few people. It's uh, very accessible. You can sort yeah. of, you can dive back in, then you just, it's not, doesn't take too yeah. long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like you'll pick, you it pick it up easily, up. but there's some, there's some episodes when they, when they don't show any old characters and it's just mm. all the new characters and they're new development. You're like, oh, what's going on? Oh my God, what have I missed? Yeah. There's... So that's why, that's why I, I feel like if you're going to watch a soap, you need to be loyal from the start. You do, do you know what yeah. I mean? There's one soap that I do want to watch that's on Netflix and it's called Dynasty. I don't know if you've seen oh, it. Oh, I've heard up. of that. Yeah. And the thing is, there's less episodes than a normal soap opera. And it's got three seasons so far. And it's got the woman from Victorious in it. Yeah. And um, basically, it's a remake of um, a... No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's a remake of an old soap from America that was in the 80s. And that mum and dad used to watch. Mm. So I kind of wanted to watch it to see what, see what it was like. There was also... It's weird. It's in like the 80s and stuff, there's loads of soap operas. Mum said that she used to watch EastEnders and Coronation Street. And then there was also two American ones. One called Dynasty and one called Dallas. Mm. And mum said there are times where there were shows like these on. And you could look outside and no one was in the streets. Because everyone was at home watching Oh these. my god. She said there was this one storyline on this show called Dallas. Where there was a, show, a character called JR and he got shot. And the whole storyline was who shot JR. No one knew. And apparently that was huge. Like worldwide, everyone oh my was just God. wondering who the hell shot this guy. And it was just huge talking point. Waterloo everywhere. Road. That's another one. Was that a soap or was that a TV show? 
the thing is, what's it, what? Dif- it, what is the difference between a soap and a TV show? Well, a soap is on all of the time, like every night. It, you will, it's on every week. Yeah. So like, I think EastEnders, well, no, EastEnders is on like is... two or three nights a week. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, f- every week. Whereas uh, a drama has like a set season and then it's not on. Oh, okay, the, I see what you mean. The thing is with Waterloo Road is. Waterloo Road was very soap opera Yeah. But it aired once a year. So I, I, it wasn't I don't know. Was it once a year? Was it once or twice a year? Uh, not what, as like in an episode? one episode. No, it's one season a year. Oh, um, right. Yeah, I think so. Because I would personally, if I was watching it objectively now, I'd class it as a soap opera. Mm. But when it was out and it was airing, I guess it was kind of, it was a drama. I absolutely loved but Waterloo Road. That was good. I, really I, I did enjoy that. Waterloo mm. Road. The one I just remember the one where the kid brought the gun to school. Mm. And just like this. There's is so many storylines that I'm just like it comes to me every now and then. I'm just like, oh my god, that's yeah. so messed up. Yeah, I know. like the whole thing is messed <laughs> up. But <laughs> that's the thing with soaps as well that I always found so funny. No one ever has a good Christmas. On no, these soaps. the Christmas special always something ridiculously oh, yeah. awful. Never, happens. never, never good. Yeah, <laughs> God's sake. Well, that's not entertainment though, is it? If it, no, if it was. But, but one thing that I did really want to. Um, talk about with this whole mix storyline is Danny Dyer is an actor that's always played like a hard man character. Mm. He was in films like Meme Machine, I believe, and stuff like that when he was he was younger. And just to have him have that storyline mm. where he was where he's so vulnerable, and, and he says in himself, "I am broken." Yeah, and he said, and he, and have him talk about these sort of issues. Like I remember him saying to my wife, "Like it's different for men. Like it's I can't talk about it and stuff like that yeah. in the episode." And it's just, I just think it's so, that's going to be so, um, so good, I think, for yeah. bringing, bringing that sort of thing into the forefront. Especially if you think that a lot of the people that watch soap operas are sort of middle-aged and are people that are setting their, a lot of them are setting their ways yeah. and setting their opinions. Yeah, that is true. So them seeing a story, they're not like us that are on social media all the time. And I understand that it can happen yeah. both ways. They're so going to be very like, oh, I do gonna, wonder what their opinions would be. They're going to be experiencing this sort of storyline for the that's first why, time maybe. Yeah, that's why when I was watching it, I did expect like some backlash, like some yeah. people like moaning about it and being like, oh, mm. men can't get raped or something like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I haven't heard anything yet. Mm, but so. But to be fair, even Linda, his wife in the show, there was one bit where she was like, is it rape? Is it rape? Yeah, she yeah, she it. was questioning yeah, it, wasn't so she? Yeah, so it's like madness. But... but then he was just like, well, of course, I was 12. Like, yeah. like even if, you know, Statutory rape. even if he wanted to, at the end of the day, he's not legal and he, mm. hadn't, he wasn't thinking straight. Yeah. And she, oh God, I can't, I don't know the age difference, but she was a lot older. She was like 18 plus when mm. he was 12. So yeah. Yeah. Cause people often ask, they'll be like, how can a, how can a guy get like raped? Because obviously mm. you know yeah, how yeah, it yeah. works when you have sex. And even he was like, well, my body betrayed me. Like, yeah. Oh God, that was so sad. I don't get how he said that. Yeah. I don't get how people have that, um, have that opinion mm. when they're like how can you have sex because you've got like a boner you must have wanted it right yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah have you not ever been in a classroom and the kids got an awkward yeah boner? yeah and it's like, like it just happens sometimes sometimes and just like, get in touch well yeah exactly sometimes just get in touch can, can turn anyone on yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly you never know but i just think mm. i just think that was a really good that was solid tv that was I solid didn't TV, expect it from east bloody enders yeah you didn't expect it when no. i told you i was like james put it on now yeah <laughs> that was great but coming up next we're going to be we've got some courting with james coming up i really want to talk about pixar's new movie because that was phenomenal i cried and, um, we're going to get on to some other stuff as well all of that is coming up just after this <laughs> 
Welcome back. Happy Friday, everybody. I hope you are excited to be listening to another court court case again. I'm excited. You better be. The first one of 2021. Now, a big thing happened while we were away. 2020 went into 2021. 2020 okay. ended and 2021 began. Yes, that's that's what I said. It didn't sound right. Okay, well, I'm sorry. It's okay. How, how did you spend your New Year's? It wasn't with me. No, it? it wasn't. No. But, right, so I spent my New Year's um, on a Zoom FaceTime with my friends. Yeah. And we had drinkies and mm-hmm. we did um, some quizzes. Cool. Um, like end of year quizzes, like questions about ourselves in this year. I mean, there wasn't many to ask because what have we actually done this year? But yeah. it was fun. And we then did like who's most likely to... But yeah, that's what I did and it was lovely. Sounds like one of the best sort of New Year's Eves you can do given the circumstances. Exactly. No, it was really, really nice and um, just chilled. And to be fair, I didn't expect it to be as nice and as successful considering, Mm. you know, we're all going to be want to be going out, drinking and having fun. Yeah. But that was just as fun. You did a bit of drinking though, didn't you? Yeah, still did a bit of drinking and got, got a bit wavy. But, you know, what can you do? Yeah, exactly. I, so obviously we're court case here. So we're all about the law sticking to the law so i tried to make sure that i could do whatever i could outside but sticking to the regulations which is one person outside your household so me and my buddy bruce went for a walk up to the top of a hill um and we stayed there with a couple of drinks and uh watched fireworks popping up around midnight and then we walked back down the hill and went home that sounds good. Sounds yeah. very dangerous, but it sounds good. No, <laughs> it wasn't joking. too bad, actually. What was nice was my brother was all like, you're not going to see any fireworks. No one's going to be setting off fireworks. And then we got to the top of the hill and we could see the sort of the three surrounding towns mm. near to where we live. And as soon as it hit midnight, it was just a like mass of fireworks yeah, I bet in it was loads really of different locations. It's really nice to look at. Mm. So that was that was kind of beautiful, to be fair. Sounds good. So when we're in lockdown next New Year's Eve, might do it again. Oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> New Year's resolutions. Um, it's mm. the question that probably every podcast across gonna be Spotify talking about. is going to be asking this. Yeah. Uh, it's the topic your... everyone's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag New Year, New Me. What is your New Year's resolution? What's that thing you say you're going to do and then stop Never doing do. after a week? So I think mine is, um, which everyone will probably agree with, because mm-hmm. over lockdown, people have been on their phones a lot more. And yeah, then, absolutely. Yeah. So mine is to come off my phone more because I don't need to be on it as much. And like when I am on it, I'm literally just scrolling through social media. Yeah, it's 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 the worst one because it's such a good way for time to pass like that. But it's an unhealthy way for time yeah. to pass. Really oh, quickly. yeah, 100 percent. And I just think like a major issue. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's not everyone. But I feel like people my age, they care about the most is like likes on Instagram. Yeah. And so, like, when you post something, it's like, it's not, oh, does anyone like it? It's like, does has anyone physically liked it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm on 82 likes. That's 82 fucking people, though, liked your photo. That is what I say to you all I know. the time. And, like, I need to, I need, do need to, like, accept that. Like, it is bad that, like, like, I used to be awful, like, if I didn't reach, I keep on saying like, lol. Um, <laughs> if I didn't reach a certain amount of numbers, I would remove it. See, now that's bad. I know that's bad. That's bad. Especially since when you talk to me about your Instagram, you're like, I post photos because I want them to be for me, for me to look back through my feed and have all of these memories. If it is an Instagram page that is for you, then if you like the photo, you keep it up. I know. And like, I definitely have taken that in 
consideration this year like i i've only posted what i wanted to post i normally used to post like i made sure i posted once a month which is fucking ridiculous and obviously with being in lockdown you can't post once a month you don't have anything to post so yeah. i feel like it's kind of knocked me into like a sense of like instagram's not real mm. um and like to be fair i've been living more in the moment like when i'm with people like i don't post it as much anymore yeah and yeah it's weird like i would love to come off social media but also at the same time i do like enjoy it like i'm not that toxic with it like there's people that have come off it because it doesn't do their mental health any good i i can when i feel like i am getting too like attached and toxic i would i take myself off it and i won't go on it for the rest of the day yeah if hypothetical situation this podcast rocketed to joe rogan levels of popularity right and like we were for example you and me were both like verified on twitter and instagram and stuff not just the court case podcast Mm. one um i think once that started happening i think personally i would take me i would probably say to you i'd be like okay this is about to get insanely popular we're getting loads and loads of followers um i'm gonna take a year break from social media i keep the court mm. case podcast one but i think i wouldn't deactivate my account but i think i just would not go on it for at least six months or a year and just yeah i feel like that's like that's anything. that's like a good point in the respect of like people that come out of shows like love islands and stuff yeah they go in with probably like a couple of thousands of followers mm-hmm. and they come out with sometimes millions that transition won't be easy because they don't have like a six months break they don't even have like a week's break like the the moment they get their phones back they're posting that they won or second place and it's like fucking hell Mm -hmm. i just couldn't imagine it and like i definitely don't i no instagram influencers like they they don't they don't have it easy no they're icky Mm. Instagram really needs to come up with that update where they don't show you how many likes that you get because yeah, it's so stupid that people care about it so much. One of my accounts is weird. I have a couple of accounts, but one of my accounts had it on like beta test mode for yeah, like a month. You, yeah, that was, and it I looked was, cool. I was all over it. I was like, this is insane. I can't see how many likes they've got. I mm. can't see how many, it doesn't show how many likes I've got. All I'm seeing is photos. I don't care. This is fantastic. And mm. then it just went after a month. And, I saw it. and what annoyed me was all the Instagram influences kicked up a fuss about it and didn't like it they were like we need to see how many likes people get so that products know to like ask us to market yeah, their stuff yeah. and I was just like yeah but like they d- at the end of the day social media was not invented in that way it was originally mm. invented by Zuckerberg the lizard man to blimmin' make all the people in his uni all connected and be able yeah, to talk to each other yeah it's weird because there was the, when Facebook was created the like button wasn't with it. Yeah. Like that came second. Yeah. And that, like, it's just mad that now everything is involved around the like button. Yeah. And, but the thing is what I've noticed, like the algorithm of Instagram's changed as well. Yes, yes, so like people's likes are infatuating all the time. Mm-hmm. So like you could post one photo at a, like a really bad time. That's like one of your best photos and might not get as many likes as, po- as posting another photo at a really good time to post. Yeah. Which is getting low. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, Instagram, what it was invented as is for anyone in the world to make an account, post photos from their life Mm. that people can interact with. The whole influencer and marketing aspect is a branch off of that tree. It's not the be all and end all of the app. So these influencers getting angry about that when Instagram literally said we're doing this for people's mental health benefit, Mm. I think is wrong. Yeah, definitely. Well, then go and sort out another business then. Yeah, I just feel like I don't want it to 
like I feel like you like to be honest I know it's cringy but it is yeah. like you live once so why mm. are you wasting your time worrying about what random people random mm. friends that don't even bother to talk to you anymore think of your photos yeah exactly when you just you just hang out with the people that you're friends with post whatever you want and have a good bloody time yeah that's, that's right. what I, I'm trying to think anyway well good if you if you can live your whole year like that with that mentality just thinking about having your instagram and facebook accounts for yourself mm. and just for documenting your life for you later on then i think you'll be healthier by i the do and en- envy those people that don't care yeah like when they can just literally they just they don't even think twice about it well i mean i i post a lot like that mm. like I, I, I mean you had that stage where you were a bit like ah yes you rubbed off on me a bit <laughs> thank you but no that's fair but we both learn from each other yeah and, and, and like i helped you and now you're helping me <laughs> yes but um i barely go on instagram now yeah i'll click on instagram maybe once every few days and i'll literally like the first like six photos or oh yeah we spoke about this out. in the last podcast didn't we doesn't matter what the photo or is or who they are lucky people that follow me if you end up in the first 10 <laughs> photos that when i go on the app i will like that photo yeah. no matter what it is it just doesn't matter to me. No. It's when it's like when I see these articles in relationship things about these girls being like, oh my God, he's liked another girl's photo but, and stuff. I'm like, I'm not even looking at what but I'm like. But the thing <laughs> is, the ones that will come up at the top of your feed are the ones that you would like. Right. So like if there's like, obviously like me, because yeah. you like all of my photos. Yes. I would be at the top of your feed, even if I posted 10 hours ago in comparison to someone who posted like two minutes ago. Right. Got it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. See, I would prefer it if it was recent. I know. First. And that's how that, how it used to be, but yeah. it's changed. I find that really odd because I'll be scrolling for my feed and be like, wait a minute, that one was posted like yesterday yeah. this one's posted it's two minutes ago like pushing what? popularity to the top yeah. which just makes those more popular but yeah. you want other newer things to rise it's just oh it's mm. so fucking toxic yeah but that's a good news resolution so if i stick to it if you stick to it yeah <laughs> mine is i just want to get sexy I want to just work out. I want to sort my diet out. I'm doing it in stages. Everyone kind of let themselves go over lockdown, didn't they? Yeah, it's the very... The thing is, yeah, but yeah, the whole pandemic year has been... I've just sort of let myself go a bit. I mean, like, comfort eating gets you through, so... It does, yeah. But I'm trying to cut things out in stages. So I'm trying to cut out sweets and snacks Mm. for the most part for the next few weeks. Then I'll look at my meals and sort of change my meals a bit. Start We're going to be doing gym in. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try and make sure that I get my 10,000 steps in every single day yeah. as much as I can. And just uh, try and shed some weight and, and get sexy. And then, yeah, I'm going to try and work out like mad and get a really sexy beach body. That's what I want. Wow. Let's, yeah. let's hope it works out for us both. Fingers crossed. Lucky you if it does. <laughs> <laughs> God, then I'll be posting. <laughs> <laughs> guys that is funny but the um the next thing i want to talk about i watched a movie that came out on christmas day on disney plus so you know cinema's been you know it's been ruined like it's going through tats at the moment we don't know what's going on with it disney plus have decided decided a while ago to release that live action mulan on disney plus but you'd have to pay 30 pounds extra awful which was a stupid idea but they did it anyway now they decided to release their new pixar movie on christmas day no extra charge which was a beautiful christmas present i love disney pixar it's my favorite pixar in my opinion are the most successful studio Mm -hmm. because they don't bring out as much many movies Mm. as other studios 
and they've only ever had one bomb, which was the Good Dinosaur. Yeah. Every other film they've brought out has made has made money in the box. And they're 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 so clever with it as well. Like mm. they're so emotional, and they just they go down a completely unique route every time. Yeah. And that you when you watch it, you're like, wow, that was so clever. Mm. I like to um I like to thoroughly like research a movie before I go and watch it. Mm. And so I was uh, don't want to waste your time. Yeah. So I because you know I love movies, but um. So this film, the director of this movie said, this Pixar film, he said, in my opinion, this is the first one that is geared towards adults more than it's geared towards it children. It definitely is. And you could, you could, but from watching the film, like I watched it and I was like, your little sister, I think there's some bits that would go th- over her head yeah. um, in this film. But, oh my God, it was fantastic. It was really, really it good. It was so good. I remember, I, I watched it and then I showed you. Mm. And I remember you were crying your eyes out towards mm-hmm. the end. That God. bit where he was playing the piano. Yeah. Oh, that was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's all about, and it makes, I went on Twitter afterwards. And what was, sorry, what else was cool, I thought, as well, is that jazz isn't that popular. No. And they use that in a really good way to make yeah. it like a more of a popular music mm. style. Yeah, exactly. And it just helps towards this whole how everyone's passion and purpose in life is different. Like it's so, everyone's is yeah, so Yeah, honestly, I was about to say like there was a part in it that made me shock and explain what part it was. Do you remember mm. right at the beginning when the whole... When um, he... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I didn't want to say it because then when people watch it, they're gonna like know off the bat like yeah. what happens. Well, the thing is, that is the plot of the movie, so it's not really a spoiler. No, but I just didn't. I didn't expect if people have watched this, they know what I'm saying. But I didn't yeah. expect it to happen oh, that so soon, soon, so yeah, soon, right and that quickly, and how it happened mm. because he literally was having such a fucking sick day. Yeah, and it's and so it, sudden. Oh, it's so annoying. But, but yeah, oh, it's and the animation was gorgeous as well. Some of those shots I thought looked real. Like there was that one shot of a hospital bed and there was no one in it. And it just looked like a real hospital. Yeah. But to me, they've come so far. Yeah, they had some really good voice actors in it. They had that Richard Ayoade, the guy who does Travel Man. They had him as one of the sole people. That was funny. And Jamie Foxx is the main guy. And um, they had that New Zealand woman that was the woman that counts the souls. Oh, yeah. She was so funny. And yeah. It was just good. Yeah, no, it was really, really good. And what I liked about that film, I don't know if you get... You spend a lot of the film thinking that the moral of the story is... is something else. Something. And mm. then it turns out it's the they're actually telling you something completely different. Yeah. God, and I went on Twitter and searched like the hashtag and the amount of people that watched that film were like, this has changed my outlook on life like, yeah. completely. Oh, yeah. And it did for me. I f- so yeah, good. I feel like that's another reason why like my New Year's resolution ties in because I, li- like, mm. I watched that movie and I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm worrying about small little things like this mm. when realistically there's the the bigger picture here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because the whole, this isn't giving anything away, but the whole story of the thing is that the whole sort of moral of the, of the film is how like your purpose in life is different than what, keeps you living and what yeah. keeps you going so like my purpose in life for example is like podcasting i want to make a career out of that but if i wake up every day desperate to do podcasting and focusing you're on never that, gonna find your spark i'm not gonna i'm i'm gonna lose the spark of life I'm yeah gonna, the the spark of life is like when you taste into your favorite honestly food it and, sounds so cringy when we're explaining it but yeah. when you watch it it isn't cringy at all know, yeah. and what i find impressive with pixar as well is like all of them are normally quite emotional yeah but they somehow make it funny as well mm. i don't know how they managed to yeah. do that like i was still it's laughing but i was also crying i was yeah. like it's, it's a roller coaster it's like you've seen up right 
Oh, I love the Up. The first 10 minutes of Up are so sad. Yeah. But it's so good. And like, I think all of them, uh, Toy Story, um, Toy Story 3 obviously was a big tearjerker for me. Toy Story 4 gets emotional as well. Mm-hmm. The, there's even Toy Story I think Inside well. Out is another one that's Inside emotional. Inside Out is great. I really like that one. That's the first, like one of the first Pixar movies mm. that I watched and I was just like, do you know what? They are really, really good at this. <laughs> One I watched the other day. No, I watched it about a month ago because I was like, I haven't watched this in ages and I don't remember if it was any good. I watched the prequel to Monsters, Inc., Monsters University. Oh, right. And have you seen that one? No. The moral of that film, I was like, this is well adult. Really? And basically, they're younger. It's them at uni. And basically, so you know the two characters are Sully and Mike. The yeah. One eye and then the thing. Mm-hmm. And you know in Monsters, Inc., if you've watched Monsters, Inc., the whole thing is they um, scare children and that's what powers yeah, their yeah. world. And basically the film is um, when you work in that factory, you have the scarer and you have their assistant who helps them out. And they go to university to learn how to do that job. And both Mike and Sully want to be scarers because it's considered the best job. And Mike, the little one, is like, I want to be a scarer. That's my absolute dream. And basically he spends the whole film and he can't do it. All of the teachers are like, you're not going to be a scarer, like you're crap at it and everything. And what the film is about basically is about you can have an amazing, fulfilling life where you are happy and not achieve your dream at the same time because he doesn't become yeah. a scare at the end. Yeah. And wow. it, I, I was just like, I didn't realise, I, I totally forgot this film. I was like, this is great. What's ironic though is that Disney's all about where dreams come true yeah. and then Disney Pixar are like, your dreams might not come <laughs> yeah. true. <laughs> I just thought it was, we watched the end of the film and he's happy and he's doing, and but he's, he's not doing what he loves but he's happy and he's yeah. having a good time and I just thought. That's all that matters really. Yeah, I just thought that was, that's powerful. That's good. But no, if you haven't watched it... Please watch it. Get, just get, <laughs> even if you've not got Disney+, Plus, get a seven-day free trial and... Watch it and watch then cancel it. <laughs> yeah. But then then again, they've announced a crap ton of new content for the next couple of years that it's going to be rivaling Netflix. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, Mental. No, that's a story for when those things come out. But no, so we are going to get to some courting with James just after this. We've got some juicy topics for you, which you don't even know about. Oh my god! So you're going to hear those just after this. Welcome back! Thank you so much for that jingle. Now with added vocals from Amy. Uh, our musician Sam's friend well a good friend of ours as well Amy we've played mini golf with her that was very enjoyable wasn't yeah it? yeah and so thank you for the vocals on that Amy that's made things a lot more professional so now we've got two juicy stories for courting with James today we're I don't gonna, know any of these so we're gonna give some poor people some great advice I'm going in with I'm going in blind is that the phrase yeah you're going in blind wait okay so story number one I a man have alopecia, which causes my body hair to fall out. Yeah. You heard that? Mm-hmm. Okay. My girlfriend made fun about it and I don't know how to address it. Oh my God. Mm, so. What a nasty girlfriend. Yeah. So the story is, fairly short story, this one looks like. Um, it all began at a party where my girlfriend was talking to a guy for about an hour because they are both plane enthusiasts. Interesting. Oh, so am I. Yes. No, I'm not. You're more. No, no, I'm not. You're more enthusiastic than travelling on the no, plane, no. not a plane itself. Planes, what are they? <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they, ex- <laughs> they exchange numbers to talk more about it. 
She um, accidentally sended me a telegram message instead of him. Okay. So they exchanged numbers to talk more about planes. Her, his girlfriend and this mm-hmm. guy. And she accidentally sent him a message instead of... Why did he say guy. telegram? I don't know. The guy is 28. Is he stuck in times? Yeah, I know. Yeah, so they're both playing enthusiasts. They exchange numbers. But she accidentally sent a message intended for this guy to the boyfriend. Right. And the first part of her message was about planes. The second part was about me, he says. Oh, God. I don't know what the guy has written, but she wrote... Yeah, it does feel like having sex with a snake sometimes. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. And there's more. She also said, I never have to be afraid that he will cheat on me. Ha, ha. People find it too weird looking. He kind of looks like Voldemort. Ha, ha, ha. Because he's got no eyebrows as well, apparently, because they've fallen out. How nasty. There seemed to be more, but she recognised her mistake soon after and deleted the message so I couldn't read it anymore. She said sorry a thousand times, but I feel so sad right now. Her best friend said my girlfriend is on the verge of getting crazy because she doesn't want to lose me. I've been with her for six years and I'm devastated. This disease has already made me so self-conscious and insecure in my life. I didn't see this coming. She always stood up for me and hated when people would make fun of it behind my back. What is your advice? This is really strange. Like, they've been together mm. for six years and she's stuck up for him for everything. So then why is she now, mm. like, doing yeah, exactly what she hated other people doing? Yeah, Talking I don't about get behind it. her back. It's really strange. Mm. Maybe she's insecure about people judging, so yeah, she's maybe doubling she's, down. Maybe she's doing it know. first. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, that is a possibility. It's not. It's not the right thing to do. No. But it's not nice. Someone commented, I have alopecia as well. And if my boyfriend talked about me like that, I would be gone. Plus, why is she discussing your sex life with another dude? Yeah, that's really She's strange. wrong on so many level- levels. I'd have a serious discussion with her. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. There's literally zero appropriate reasons for sex to come up with a stranger you're hitting it off at a party with too. Yeah, she's, people think she's emotionally cheating. Well, I mean, yeah, it sounds like it. Mm. Especially if you're like dissing your boyfriend to another guy that's already like not yep. right yep i dump her ass no explanation needed be gone thought someone's put here wow. very to the point thought. um that's a it's a strong one there <laughs> i'm so sorry that she said those mean things that is really hurtful especially because you have been together for six years you deserve to be with someone that loves and respects you the conversation she was having with the guy was so inappropriate disgusting and so disrespectful i wouldn't waste any more of your time and stay in that relationship gosh i mean it's kind of like it's kind of like a blessing in a way that she accidentally sent it to him mm-hmm. because like he he doesn't know if she's done this in the past to other people and yeah. gotten away with it. Now he actually knows what she thinks and what it's what she's like. Yeah. She put, um, to quote Maya Angelou, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Um, it seems she's sorry she got caught and not so much about what she said. Damn, that is true. Yeah, that now, is damn true. there is an update. A small update. Okay. He said, I have to drive a long drive, but I'll be reading more advice later. I've read all of your advice and I think that I'm going to leave her. I think after this, I'll never feel good enough and always be insecure. If she shows me the text exchange, I can't ever be certain that nothing was deleted and I can't help but feel that she likes the guy and tried to impress him some way. Yeah, I, I do get that. Yeah, so I think you, he's making the right decision. A hard one, but the right one. Yeah, so I feel, you know, if you happen to be listening to this, you know, guy, you know, it's... Uh, it's, it sucks that it was a six-year, six-year-long relationship. That's a lot mm. to go down the tubes. Yeah. But clearly, she's not happy if she's sending these sort of messages, these sort of mean messages. 
Um, what a beep. What a beep. Yeah. I mean, you've said worse words. True. Though, wait, which word were you going to say? The C word? No. Which word did you beep? Bitch. Bitch. You've said bitch before. <laughs> you heard... can say bitch. What a bitch. What a bitch. There you go. See? I don't know why I beeped that. I literally no. said the F word a minute ago. Yeah. That's our verdict, though. She's a bitch. 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 On to the next one. Courting with James. Right. This one looks like it might be a bit more deep, you know, less less cut and dry, you know. So the headline reads, my mum and sister want me to break up with my boyfriend because she's now dating his brother. And since they're older and more mature, their relationship is more serious. Right. Wait, I didn't process that. So, okay, I'm we're going to have to read it all to get the full context. But I assume there's a girl who's going out with a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. The sister is now going out with the boyfriend's brother. And since both the sister and the brother are older, the mum and sister are saying that she should break up with the young one. So why can't they date as well, though? Yeah, I don't understand. We're going to have to read on. Because like that's not like illegal. Yeah, I know. Like, it's weird. It's not like incest or anything like that. No. Because I've seen... um, There's... there's it was on the news like years ago, but mm. there was a twin girls and twin guys from different families mm. and they got married and their kids look identical. Yeah, I remember seeing so, that. So like it isn't even illegal. Yeah. So that's really strange, but let's find yeah. out. I'm a junior in college and I've been with my boyfriend since the beginning of sophomore year. It's been a year. So does that, I don't understand how college years like sophomore, freshman and stuff. I don't know. So does We're that mean- We're not American. No. So does that mean it's, if she says it's been a year, I assume what, a year long relationship? I guess so. Okay. Let's just say that. We are both 21. I know it's only been a year. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> but I really love him and we even have plans of living together soon and have started touring apartments. Wee. Go on guys. <laughs> um, our relationship is great. He treats me well and we click so good what she said mm. my parents loved him and his family and approved of him greatly as well our families have met twice both times were great and when i introduced my sister who's 31 to his brother 32 i don't think it would ever get romantic or even friendly honestly but apparently they exchanged social medias and numbers and started being friends and doing things together my mum and sister would tell me she's seeing a friend and i would later find out it was my boyfriend's brother I thought it was really weird, but oddly, my mother would encourage it and say they are really good together. I asked her what that meant, and she said she's never seen my sister click with a guy so much. Ooh, uh. At that point, I was already disgusted because, hello, that's my boyfriend's brother. That's what she. That's how she typed it. Right. Why does it seem like you want them together? My mum told me that I'm young and to hush, basically. A she's few... 21. Yeah, I know. She's what? an adult now. A few weeks ago, my sister and him were at the house when I got back from work to tell me that they have been dating for a few months and are now official. They hadn't told my boyfriend, but my sister wanted me to know first because she wanted to be honest with me, in quotation marks. We got what about into... the brother being honest with his brother? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Weird. We got into a big argument. My boyfriend's brother then left to their family house to tell him, while my sister tried to explain to me that she couldn't help falling in love with him and that she's older than me and looking for something serious and at 21, I'm just starting my life and will probably date a lot of guys. I need to just accept that she's with him and they're but they interesting. But they can, they can all date. What's the yeah. issue? I don't understand. And they're interesting in something long-term or even marriage. Later, my mum came home and co-signed saying that I'm really young and my boyfriend and I's year is nothing compared to two people in their 30s both looking for the same thing I mean I agree it's weird for like you know them to be dating in the same family like I understand that 
But also at the same time, surely that's... blood. No, it's not blood. And surely that's nicer as well because it's less family to me, like a smaller Christmas. It's very togetherness. It's very togetherness and everyone can all get along, which I know is quite hard for families to all get along, but... Yeah, so... I don't understand what the issue is. I don't know. We've got one more paragraph. Let's power through. My my boyfriend's parents don't care that he's still with me. So, okay, we've got some sanity there. But his brother is telling him he needs to break up with me. What the fuck? Yeah, I feel like the boy... That might be the sister telling the boyfriend that. Yeah. You know? We've already spoken for hours about this the past few weeks and decided not to break up because his brother and my family want us to. We're still planning on moving in together. We were together first... why should I end things because my sister and his brother are now quote serious my family's all bullying me and ganging up on me every day saying I'm selfish and that a few years time I'll look back after dating different guys and I'll see how big of an arsehole I am my sister is saying that she and his brother want to start a family and life together and at 21 I'm not interested in having a serious family and relationship and I'm robbing her of that chance because she doesn't have forever and she found the one and I'm too young to know what I truly want right okay one it doesn't matter what age you are. If you find someone that you love, you can have a serious relationship for as long as you want. Okay. Bloody hell. Two, why has this family made up this barrier that they can't both go out at the same time? What What is going on here? Um. Oh, oh she apparently she's replied to comments. Someone said, I'm super confused as to why you can't both date who you want. They seem pretty unrelated to me. In fact, you breaking up with your guy could cause issues between the families. Well, yeah, exactly. Because it would because be awkward Yeah, you'll still see them and stuff. Yeah, mm. that is true, actually. I didn't think about that. They replied and said, my mum thinks it's shameful. I honestly don't care what people think because I was with my boyfriend first. Yeah. My sister and mum think that me dating into her future husband's families is nasty. Oh. And he's basically my brother-in-law now. And that we were casual friends before we started dating. So we should just go back to being casual friends. I'm sorry, but oh my God. in my opinion... This the younger sister introduced them yeah. to her boyfriend's family. Yeah. The sister is more in the wrong for getting involved in that. The older sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What is this? Someone just said, I don't get your mum's logic here. If it was shameful, she should not have approved of your older sister dating your boyfriend's brother to begin with. God's sake. Correct. That is very true. Correct. I can't prove. Why was she really like at the start when she said she's like, oh, they click so much. She's really into it damn it i don't know this is, it doesn't make any sense some families i feel like <laughs> all families are different right yeah i feel yeah. like some families just make up these weird rules and just are so different than other people it's like it's like oh i don't have a favorite child but like that is like favoritism behavior right there yeah, yeah. like do you know uh, what i mean oh absolutely yeah it's really strange <laughs> the second top comment is simple Tell them to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's so true. Yep. (laughs) Can you imagine if she looks at this comment, she just walks in the room and just goes, fuck off. This is the thing (laughs) though, right? I don't... Like, yeah, like, it is causing more of a divide, her mum saying that, because realistically, the younger daughter isn't going to listen she isn't going to go oh my mum wants us to break up let's break up like no one else mm. she's the only one that thinks it's bad his parents are fine with it his brother's saying it because his sister his girlfriend probably is but them breaking up is going to make the situation so much more worse than yep. them staying together because when they all do family meetups again there's going to be tension and it's just yep. going to be really odd whereas if they were all together like they could have a nice close-knit 
second family there. Exactly. But they're deciding to, you know, put a barrier up, like you said. She's uh, replied to another comment and says that my mum thinks it's wrong and weird to explain. She says, my boyfriend could potentially be my future brother-in-law and it's not okay to date your brother-in-law. I said that him becoming my brother-in-law is not my concern because I was with him first. And someone just said, yeah, your mum is wrong and sounds really toxic. Uh, it's, for me, I think it's the mum. It's clearly the mum has yeah. then influenced on the older daughter. I mean, I get where she's boyfriend. coming from in the respect that um, the older daughter, if she's like 31, like if she wants to have a kid, she's on a time scale and yeah. she wants to get married and that lot. But that doesn't give her any reason to then go, you're 21, you can go and find somebody else. Like if that's her soulmate, if that's her you know, partner yeah. that she wants to be with and that she loves, and her mum can't be like, go and find somebody else. That's just, that's just so messed up. It's not... That's so messed up. You I'm so grateful that we haven't had any problems. Can you imagine? Like, do you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah. when you listen to stuff like this, you, you just—it's like a completely different I'm world. Glad. It's like, wow, people think this kind of stuff. When I when we do courting with James and we read these stories all the time, I do find myself thinking, like, I'm lucky we don't have some sort of weird strict. Yeah, like you don't have to post on Reddit. Rules. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to post on Reddit every day. Like, oh, what do I do now? What do I do now? Yeah, mm. I know. Can you imagine? I do feel bad for these people yeah but it's definitely some sort of favoritism if you're listening uh younger younger daughter um younger sister carry on going out with him enjoy your love that you've nurtured over a year older sister mind your own business if you want to go out with the other brother fine the older sister's been dating this guy what for three months yeah and she's already making out that they're gonna get married they've been together for like a year and they're planning to get a house yeah like whoa the Older sister and the mum are bloody whacked, right? Yeah, that's my verdict. Whacked. Yeah, as in then they're not they're off the red. They're stupid. Have you not heard that? Yeah, term no, before? I have. It's just you sounded a bit fucking weird saying that. Okay, well, thank you. <laughs> Maybe I should go hang out with the sister and the mum. Maybe you should. If I had kids, I wouldn't have that rule. I don't think. No. It's a very unique situation to be in. Yeah. But um, nah, I don't think so. In my mind, it's just convenience, isn't it? It's just a bit more yeah. convenient. <laughs> yeah, it's convenient. Less Christmas cards to buy. You've only got one family to buy the Christmas card for now. Mm-hmm. That saves a bit on card and trees in the rainforest, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> exactly. Um, but what do you guys think? Again, if you have any um, relationship stories or want any relationship or sex advice at all, or you want us to talk about it, please tweet us at Court Case Podcast or on Instagram at Court Case Podcast. We regularly put questions on the stories for people to reply to. Yeah, um, please engage to them. Yes, please We love engage. seeing your responses. Yeah, we've and got some more followers now, so you guys chime yeah. in, please. And we were actually meant to plan you to go live over these past two weeks, but we never did. Yes, we did. We literally completely forgot. We're actually useless sometimes, yeah, but we will plan it soon. I was getting too drunk. To yeah. be fair, I was just I just wasn't thinking. I was playing too much Jurassic. To be World. fair, we did have like a week of like Christmas celebrations and New Year celebrations, so like it's fine. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I feel like we will plan that soon. That's what is going to yeah. happen. But we've got it's going to be back. This isn't a one-off. We are back to our regular schedule of one podcast a week. Every um, Friday. Every Friday. Um, I don't think Corona should get in the way. I don't think I. We won't have a guest on probably for a while. We don't know unless it's over Skype or something. We are making some appearances on another couple of podcasts though, some special guest appearances, which is going to be amazing. Towards the end of January, twenty sixth, wasn't it? The twenty sixth is that our? I think it's the twenty sixth. Is that our appearance on the Gravelicious? Yes. 
the Grabalicious podcast. She's a lovely girl from New York that does a podcast on all things sort of mental health and mental health issues. Um, so give her a follow on Instagram. We yeah. will be posting about it when it's um, released as well. We definitely will, but we'll be making a special guest appearance on that. Yeah, one that's not been recorded yet, but um, is going to be coming soon is the um, regardless of reputation. Regardless of reputation, I podcast. believe that's yes, right. which is yeah, which is a new one, new podcast that's coming out. Yeah, soon. she's just starting. Um, so. Yeah, she's from California. Lovely but, um, as well. She's really nice. Yeah, near to San Francisco. She's lovely, and um, she's going to be coming on our podcast and then we're also going to be making an appearance on hers i had a i had a call with her the other week Mm. uh, a few days ago but we discussed all that so that's all planned we just need to figure out the logistics of recording but i'm very excited to do that that's going to help grow a little bit um i love getting new guests on as well yeah because there's only so much of me and you that we can do but when we bring somebody else in like bringing their opinions onto the court and we James segment yeah. is really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And I Especially wanna... in American because all these seem to be American stories. Yeah. But also what's mad I'm finding is that I'm finding it easier to get guests on that are from a complete other country. Yeah, because of Corona, <laughs> I can't get my mate Bruce on the show. I know. It's really frustrating. I know, it's really strange. I mean, we could still do how we were going to do it with um, the American podcast, like over Anchor and stuff like that with Bruce, but it's probably mm. a little bit more complicated. I'm, he has no idea what he's doing. When the tears go down and when it's a lot more free, I really want to do a podcast with my friend Bruce and I really want to do that ladies' night yes. podcast that we have planned with yes. you, your friends, Caitlin and Maddie, and then I'll sort of like host it and then it'll all be like your sort of opinions and stuff and chat and do a, do a court case ladies' night. But we need more lovely. mics for that, but they have been nagging to come on, so we well, probably should is, hurry up with that. We've, we've, got, we've got one extra mic... Um, and yeah. we've also got my headset. We might be able to make it so work we, then. So we should be able to pull We it might off. be able to make it work. Yeah, I think those two could also maybe share one of these possibly if yeah. they if they we'll get We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But these are some of the stuff that I've that I've got planned that I want to do. But it's all dependent on the pandemic, which is very frustrating still. Literally, we're, like it's a good time to start a podcast, but also a bad time to start yeah. a podcast. We're out of twenty twenty, and we've still got all of this bullshit. Like it's COVID nineteen. And we're now in 2021. <laughs> exactly. It's out of date, isn't it? It's out of date. What are you going to do? But oh. to be fair, out of date things are worse for you, aren't true. they? True. That is true. That'll be why the other strain mm. has come. Yeah, you are right. Because it's lost itself by date. Mm. But Fuck. what are you going to do? But stay safe, do? everybody. Okay, I hope you enjoyed listening to the show today. Please follow us on Instagram at Court Case Podcast. Check out our website. Please go to our sponsor, LEB Illustrates on Etsy, and use Court Case for 10% off. And stick around. Stick around for the rest of the year. Enjoy. Um, We'll be coming at you every week. I hope you enjoyed your episode. Enjoyed the episode today. Happy New Year to everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year. Oh, my God, we haven't said that yet. Yeah, I know. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We will catch you next week. Jamming out. Hey. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.